Hi, lovely Ella's Kitchen team, and welcome to the first ever Packaging Pioneers podcast. We want to encourage you to take a break. So maybe go for a walk or just sit for a while and listen as Zoe B and I attempt to educate you around the subject of packaging with the help of some of our experts at Ella's as well as partners that we work with in this area. Sounds good, doesn't it, Zoe? It sounds great, Becky. I'm really excited for everyone to learn more about what the Packaging Pioneers team is for and how we are helping Ella's Kitchen achieve its goal of being good for the planet. So I thought to start with, it would be a really good idea to have a little reminder for everyone on the purpose of the Packaging Pioneers team. Great idea. I think it's been a while since we talked about this, so I think it's good to have a reminder. Cool. So, Becky, to start with, there are three key parts of our purpose. The first part is all about influencing. As a team, we like to influence the wider world to make changes to how flexible plastic is collected, recycled and paid for. We do this by keeping up with changes to regulations surrounding plastics, as well as partnering with other companies to influence government policies. Pretty cool, hey? Mm. The second part of our purpose is really clever. It's all about finding solutions. We spend a lot of time reviewing and trialling new packaging solutions that will help meet our dream of sustainable packaging. The third part of our purpose is all about business impact. Because, Becky, using plastic not only has a big impact on the environment, but it also costs the business money. We respond to consultations on changing tax, as well as reviewing the impact of our current packaging and proposed solutions on our bottom line. So, Becky, as you can hear, there is a lot to be done and a lot to learn. But this podcast series is all about making sure you guys at Ella's Kitchen know more about the team, what we do and how we're achieving this purpose, as well as giving you some exciting nuggets of recycling knowledge along the way. The Packaging Pioneers team is made up of experts from around the business, each bringing their superpower to help us achieve our ultimate mission of making 100% of our packaging widely recyclable or compostable by 2024. Each month, we're going to speak to a different member of the team who will explain more about their role on the team and they will be chosen using the help of our magic wheel. Ooh. Zoe, do you want to spin the wheel and reveal who we'll be speaking to this month? Of course, Becky. Here we go. Ooh, who's it going to be? It's Chris Jenkins! Hi Chris, welcome to our first ever Packaging Pioneers podcast. You're our first guest. I know, I'm so excited to be here. It's a real honour for me. Really excited to chat to you. Obviously, um, you're a key member of the Packaging Pioneers team. Um, And so we really wanted to just understand more about your role on the team and um, what you think? What you think the purpose of the packaging pioneers team is for? So, um, can you just remind us, you know, what what your role is? So yeah, so my role on the team is to really look at how any changes we make to our packaging, how they kind of affect our environmental footprint. So, as I'm sure everyone in the past remembers, um, we've committed to being net zero by 2030, and um, that means looking to reduce our overall carbon footprint and obviously part of where our footprint is made up is our packaging so what we want to do as a business is obviously 
look at how we can make our packaging better and I'm there to make sure that any changes, as I said, we make are better for the planet. Amazing. The team, the team has got a really big job, though, at finding the right solutions for our packaging. Um, why did we start using the kind of packaging that, you know, the pouches in the first place? Well, the, the packaging is great. I mean, the pouch was, you know, Ella's was the first baby food brand to launch in the pouch. And obviously, since then, you know, everyone has followed us into the packaging. And that's because, ultimately, it's a really amazing platform in terms of it can keep the products um, nice and fresh and safe for little ones. Um, it's got a great shelf life to avoid food waste. But the biggest barrier and the biggest, I suppose, problem with that pouches is when it comes to the recyclability and end of life. And you know that's why you know we've been looking for a solution really since we launched in it. Um, and we've been partnering, as I'm sure lots of you know, with TerraCycle since 2010. We were one of the first brands to launch with them to provide a solution, a recycling solution for parents and carers. Um, and another kind of benefit of the pouch is because it overall it is very lightweight in its makeup um, compared to obviously what was on the um, shelf in this gone by the glass jar. It does use lower um, emissions to kind of manufacture, produce, and transport. So the carbon footprint of the pouch is small compared to other forms of heavier packaging. But as I say, it comes down to that recyclability and end of life question, and that's kind of that's, that's always been the, the tough nut to crack, I suppose. Absolutely. So obviously we've got Ella Cycle that a lot of yeah. our consumers are using. Is there anything else that we are doing or, you know, that, that's happening out there that can help us to reduce the amount of pouches that are going into landfill? Yeah, so obviously a lot of the work we've done over the last 18 months has really been focused on trying to I suppose fix the system. Um, the recycling system, as everyone knows in the UK, is, is very complex. Uh, it varies across the country from town to town about what you can and can't put in your recycling bin or recycling bins, as some people have multiple bins. Um, and a lot of work we've been doing as part of the Flexible Packaging Consortium, um, working with Suez and some other big um, uh, consumer brands is really trying to put together a plan which we've shared with the government around how flexible packaging can fit in that, uh, fit in the recycling system. The government is looking at lots of ways to look at consistency of collections and everything. And that's, it's looking really positive. And, and we hope that flexible, well, flexible are going to be on the list, but it's, that probably won't be implemented in um, at households until 2020, 2023 at the earliest. Um, so change is coming which is really exciting from a household recycling perspective. But in the meantime, we, we have the LS cycle and we're also really excited that we recently joined the Flexible Plastic Fund. Um, and this, again, is another uh, it's a consortium of brands um, who have come together along with the retailers. And it's a take-back-to-store model. Um, so I'm sure many of our listeners have, um, have seen, you know, retailers such as Tesco's and co-op running their own um, take back flexible packaging um, initiatives and what the flexible plastic uh, fund is doing is trying to really bring everyone together so bring all the brands together and bring the re retailers together under one umbrella to 
but we can make it really easy for the consumer to, to find locations and stores. So rather than obviously Tesco to help whoever pushing their own messages, we can do it as a collective, so we can collect even more um, more of the flexible packaging. Um, and we're hoping that that's all going to be live and something we can really shout about to our uh, consumers towards the end of the year. It's something that I am super excited about from a customer care perspective, being able to push more of our consumers that way, which will be so much more convenient for them. So fingers crossed we can get it off the ground as soon as possible. Yeah, I'm really excited about that, even from a personal level, like just being able to, there's so much plastic you can't currently recycle. So being able to take that to the supermarket is going to make a huge difference. And um, Chris, you talked a little bit there about um, two of our kind of key purposes as the packaging pioneers. One was influencing, so influencing the government, and the other one was about finding solutions. But I kind of really wanted to know what's been the biggest challenge, like what's been the biggest challenge as part of packaging pioneers either in influencing or finding species or even understanding our business impact? Um, yes, yeah, so, so obviously it's very complex. So I think personally the, the thing which I suppose we can be proudest about is, as a business is really trying the work we've done to date with, with Suez and the other um, consumer brands. And that's kind of the activism and the lobbying and the influencing um, around DEFRA. Um, look after their recycling policy or, or government and I think because ultimately we can make changes to the, the, the packaging format itself we can make it better but arguably it still might not get recycled um, because at the moment you know no councils really collect flexible so I think that's the thing we've been most proud about that we've managed to kind of influence change at a national recycling level and now we've done that and that, that we, we are going to see kind of flexible start to be collected curbside we can focus on the start of life and that's really looking about what material actually goes into making our pouch more environmentally friendly so that's kind of the next bit of, bit of the puzzle for the packing pioneers is really exploring um, how we make um, what materials we use to make the, the pouch and, and packaging um, so yes yeah, to make sure that it's, it's the best it can be for the planet Oh, okay, cool. That does, that does sound like a challenging part of the puzzle, but I know we have a crack team on the case. We do, we do, including you two, you know. <laughs> Yay! We just here to tell everyone about it. <laughs> We've got all the amazing brains behind the team. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Chris. Um, that's been super, super informative, and hopefully all of the team will um, be so much better informed now that you've uh, given us so much fab information. Guys, and again, if anyone has any questions or want more information about the stuff we talked about today, then just come and find me as I love talking about uh, flex schools and packaging, not quite as much as MC. Um, but I'm always happy to find my best and answer any questions anyone has. So, big thanks to Chris for joining us. But that's not the end of the podcast, we've got so much more exciting stuff to come. So, for our debut podcast. We're going to play a game of guess the acronym and very excitingly i have a special guest with me this month hello hagrid oh, hello becky how are you i'm really well thank you becky i've just come back from my holidays again so feeling really relaxed and refreshed oh that sounds lovely hagrid now i hear that you're a very passionate recycler hagrid is that right yes i am i recycle to hogwarts there and back every day baby 
Becky. And I'm very passionate about making sure my chain is oiled and my seat is at the right height. As you know, if it's not, it can be very uncomfortable, especially for us men. Oh, yes, I'm sure it can be. Oh. However, that wasn't the recycling I was thinking of. Oh! I was thinking more about recycling of packaging. Oh, that recycling, yes. I have special bins at the bottom of my garden with an extra special one for my beard hair. Oh, great. That oh. sounds fantastic. So now that we know that you are a passionate recycler, yes. I wonder, have you heard about the Packaging Pioneers team? Yes, I have. What an amazing team at Ellers they are. They are so passionate about packaging as I am about my wife. Oh, right, <laughs> yes. Well, I'd love to know how much you know about the acronyms that are often used within the world of packaging. Is that okay? Of course, Becky, you fire away. Okay, I here's your... get this right. Oh, I'm sure you are. Here's your first one. Okay. Okay, so what does... UKPP stand for? UKPP. Yes, I know this one. It's the United Kipper Packaging Place. They are really trying hard to pack my kippers in newspaper now rather than plastic wrapping. They may be a bit soggy when they arrive, but they still taste nice. Oh, oh lovely. Yes. Um, wasn't actually the one I was thinking of though. Oh. Um, so the UKPP that I was thinking of stands for the UK Plastic Pact. Oh yes. The pact was set up to bring together businesses from across the entire plastics value chain. Ellers was one of the first brands to join Whoa. with the government to tackle the issue of plastic waste. The aim is to create a circular economy for plastics, capturing their value by keeping them in the economy and out of the natural environment. That's amazing. Yes, I did know that one, really. Yes. Oh, excellent. <laughs> okay, well, I think you'll get this one. Oh, okay. Uh, what does EPR stand for? Oh, yes, that's Enjoy Packaging Recycling. It's so fun when I throw them out the window and try and get them in the bins at the bottom of my garden. Most miss, but I'm getting better, especially with my beard hair. Oh. <laughs> I got that one right, didn't I? Um, almost. Oh, okay. um, yeah. The EPR I was thinking of actually stands for Extended Producer Responsibility. Oh. And this proposes that companies that place plastic packaging on the market should be responsible for the cost of recycling that packaging. So what does that mean for Ellers, I hear you ask? Mm, I'm asking. Oh, you are. Yes. Um, EPR means that Ella's Kitchen will have to pay for placing plastic packaging on the UK market. The lovely Lucy L, oh, who is lovely, oh, she is, isn't she? Yes. Who is a member of the plastic, or of the, uh, sorry, is a member of the packaging pioneers team, is looking into the impact of EPR and what it will have on our bottom line. Bottom line. <laughs> So, I, didn't, I didn't know that one, but, Becky. Okay, okay. Well, you'll know this one. Okay. I'm sure you'll know this okay, one. Okay, far away. So, what does DEFRA stand for? Oh, yes, it's the daily emptying of fridges reduces ants, especially in my house. They are absolutely everywhere. Think the kipper wrapping isn't helping. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's not. Um, but actually, oh. the DEFRA I was thinking of is a ministerial department and stands for the Department for Environment, Food and Rural Affairs. Oh, OK. So they have quite a broad remit, which means that they play a major part in today's day to or people's day to day life. 
from the food we eat and the air we breathe to the water we drink. They are responsible for safeguarding our natural environment and are leading the consultation for EPR. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today, Howgood. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And hopefully you feel like you've learned a thing or two about packaging. Oh, yes, I have, Becky. I've loved every minute. It's been very interesting. And all those things that I thought I knew. <laughs> I will remember those going forward now. Thank you so much for inviting me today. I hope to see you soon. Absolutely. Hopefully you'll join us for another podcast soon. Definitely, Becky. I'm there. Thanks, Hagrid. Bye for now. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little Hagrid fix. Now, before we sign off from our debut podcast, which is all about educating you lovely people, we thought we would recruit the help of little interviewer, Amy Powell, to ask our in-house expert, Emma Cook, some questions about plastic. So here she is taking a kid's first approach to educate us about plastic. What makes plastic so fantastic? Plastic is fantastic. It can be made into all kinds of shapes, from squeezy tubes and rigid balls to crinkly bags and tough pipes. And it lasts for hundreds of years. What's wrong with plastic? Excellent question. Plastic itself is an amazing invention. It's the way we're using it that's a problem. We take a material that's designed to last for hundreds of years and make things that are just used once and then thrown away. How does plastic help us? In all kinds of ways. Plastic packaging helps food stay fresh for longer. Plastic safety equipment can save lives. Plastic lens helps people see. And plastic sport item helps people keep fit. Why do we package things in plastic? Because it protects the contents and makes them easier to carry. It's waterproof, flexible, and can be clear or colored. It weighs very little and it stops fresh food from going off. A cucumber lasts three times longer when wrapped in plastic. Amazing. That wraps up the first episode of the Packaging Pioneers podcast. Thank you so much to our guests this time, Chris, Emma, and of course, the wonderful Hagrid. We hope you've enjoyed a break away from your screen and learned a little bit about the exciting work we are doing as a business to support our mission of being good to the planet. And as it's our first podcast, we would love you to share any feedback or questions that you might have or any other topics that you'd like us to cover in the future. If you've got anything at all, just drop me or Zoe B a line and we would love to hear from you. So, Becky, till next time, keep recycling!